Welcome to another episode of the Criterion Cult Pod. I am one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia. We've got Nacho Kung Fu Vielma here. <laughs> the Demon, Diego Diaz. Hell yeah. And Mondraviza, the Kung Fu Fool, too. <laughs> Did you just take his... What the... Oh, come on. Oh, that. swoop. That's no good. I was hoping Diego would have said it too, so we all just said it. Oh, so we're all, we're all, we're so all, we're all kung fu. fu. You yeah. can't predict something no, like dude, that. I'll be Mac. I, I that's a Mac. that's a bit you can't predict. I saw a joke and I thought people could read my mind. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in again. We are in our second episode of the spooky season time. It is Ooh. Halloween time, and uh, we're doing. <laughs> And we're, and we're doing, you know, different types of films that kind of uh, relate to the uh, theme of Halloween. And if you don't know what the Criterion Cult is, well, what we are is we're four uh, Latin fellas. Yeah, uh, four film, Four See. film fools who uh, <laughs> came together to talk about films that are on the Criterion Collection. And we each bring a film that we believe should be in the collection to the cult we put it down on the chopping block, we sacrifice it, and we see if it makes it through. And uh, today, Mondo has brought some films for us to talk about. Mondo, what are we talking about this Halloween-y? All right, yeah. Today. So the Criterion film I brought to us to watch was The House from 1977 by, what was his name? Nahuko Obayashi. Obayashi, yeah. Yes. And then the second film I brought to the chopping block is... A Don Knotts classic, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken yep. from 66, directed by Alan Rafkin. Yep. And, okay, so I guess we'll get started with The House, right? Yeah, we'll go with the Criterion film first. Oh, yeah. So, which is available to watch on the Criterion channel. On the channel, and yeah. it's a beautiful Blu-ray as well. It's Please. also, I think, on, uh, it says it was on HBO Max, too. I didn't check, but it, it probably said, is. It, said no, it, it was on there. So if you have HBO Max. HBO Max or Criterion, please sponsor us. Yeah. Any one yes, of you. Sir. Someone. Pepsi Max, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, so House, uh, get a little synopsis. Uh, it's a school, school girl and her six, six of her classmates travel to her aunt's country home, which turns out to be haunted. Ooh. Spooky. Spooky. Sounds sexy. Yeah. Uh, good so, time. Uh, it's a good time. So this is not my first time seeing House, but this is my I counted as my first time is really digging into it and watching it. Uh but I mean I know that it doesn't really matter too much, but we still want to pay respects to these actresses and actors. Yes. Can you name who who's just sort of the general cast? You don't have to name everyone, obviously. Yeah, the cat's name was Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> And then one of the girls was named Melody. Well, no, no yeah, I mean, they're real names. I, I don't have their real Kimi- names. Oh, Kimi- Kimiku Iki- Ikigami is gorgeous. There you uh, go. Miki, Jim- whoa, whoa. Miki Jim- Jimbu or Jimbo is yeah. Kung Fu. And Yoko Minamira is the Auntie Kari, which is, I guess you could say, like the living. The witch, yeah, almost. Or, yes. Yeah, living dead person. Mm-hmm. Living Dead Girl. Yeah, Living Dead Girl. Right, and there's uh, Miko Sato, who plays Max. There's Eriko Tanako, who plays Melody. So there's a cast mod. I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> yeah, thank well, you for coming. Yeah, that's all our time on the Criterion Thanks for coming prepared. <laughs> we come prepared for this. Thanks. Well, I mean, you don't even they don't even have real names. They have one of them's named Melody fantasy sure sure but we still want to we still want to bring up the actresses and actors that play these parts mondo we don't just want to call them melody um but okay yes uh so we're talking about house so yeah house is a a haunted house horror genre film like uh came out in 77 by the famous toho 
which uh, produced like Godzilla, Godzilla. films. Godzilla makes sense. Nice, yeah. nice. That makes sense. Yeah. So and then this uh, director, he was, um, you know, like he wanted he wanted to make films, but. Because of the time, you want to make films. He's a commercial did he? director, yeah, so he's that's, a commercial he's, director. He's already that's actually, doing that. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. He made student art films, which is yeah. very, uh, which is very. Um, you can apparent in his work that he was a, a commercial director. Yes. Yeah, it, it sort of some some of the the film feels very commercial, especially American commercial. Yeah, but uh, not in a bad way, I guess. Um, but yeah, sorry, go on. No, but that was the whole thing. Like mm-hmm. that's like his whole background. Of course, he wants to make films, but. You know, they make uh, earlier. They make student like they're making student short films in college and stuff like that. And that's get that gets uh, agencies noticed, but like you know, commercial agencies. Oh, why don't you come and make um, commercials for us? And that was getting most of the money. So he was kind of stuck in that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so when he finally got the opportunity to write this script for House, which he wrote with someone else. I'm sorry, I don't have the name on that either. But and his daughter, um, they wanted to make kind of like a summer blockbuster film. To bring uh, people back to Japanese film because it was kind of like getting boring and like after like you know like people weren't really paying attention to it, so they wanted to bring more attention to Japanese film. That's why House kind of came about. And it's... I was re- I was reading that no one from Toho or wanted to take the direct like wanted to direct this. Yeah, so why it, I got it was to like so it, yeah. so it like was a couple of years after writing this script that. Yeah. You know, they were kind of like, okay, you know what, you direct it, or or yeah. he stepped up. I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, how yeah, that went down, like, but they have like they had that like whole like uh like almost like Hollywood system like back in the day where they just it was a job, you know, people directed films, yeah, people right, did they, lights, you know, they came that. through with scripts and they would yeah. just try to find the director to fit with that. Yeah. And also leading up to this, I guess like uh he was doing commercials and like yeah. and the actresses that play all the different characters, mm-hmm. the you know, the, the seven girls mm-hmm. were in the commercials were models from his commercials mm-hmm. and that's how he casted mm-hmm. them. Well, I mean, I don't know how it was when he put it out. I don't know like you know, I don't know the reception that it had when it was released. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I wasn't sure. But I know that ever since I've known about I guess watching movies and watching film like ever since I've started really tried to dig into what films you should watch you know what what are the films around the world that you should watch it's all I've always heard of house always I've, it's always been like a a, a um, celebrated film yeah I, I've never really heard it you know I, movie I, so, lovers and cult mil- right film yeah movie lovers yeah definitely yes. cult well supposedly it was it was a popular movie like but critics didn't like it at first yeah which makes sense yeah i mean look i mean this is my second time watching it the Mm -hmm. first time i watched it it's not that i didn't like it but i didn't really see in it what i see in it now i sort of dismissed it it. and they say it's like one of the it's the first film that used any visual effects so like they feel like they threw everything at it you know everything they could basically what do you mean what for japanese for japanese they were they, ever they, use visual effects? Yeah, right? like visual effects that they use. Like they use this thing called uh, or the ones the that they chro- use. Yeah, the it's chroma yeah. effects is what okay. they called it, uh, okay. and it's like the type of visual effects they use, like the dissolving part, and then the part where they you see like almost like a reflective shot, but it's almost like kind of transparent. So stuff like that, because yeah, no, there's that a, a lot, lot of there's a lot of good uh, camera tricks that he does in here that are like practical effects. He's like all of them, I think. Like yeah, he, he, he threw yeah. he threw everything at it, but because it, it, I think he was just trying out. I mean, this is the first time they got to like kind of experiment with what was going on, and he was like, I, I just kind of want to use it all for the film. You know what I mean? Which is fine. Look, there's some cases in which some directors might just want to throw you know everything at the wall and see what sticks, and that's not always the best idea. Uh, here, I don't see the problem with that. 
uh, in terms of like the story that is look i the first time i watched it i was just like oh, okay like this is just some sort of like wacky kind of crazy uh horror thing where the director is just like oh this is fun i'll just use all these effects and just make wacky shit yeah, right it's definitely wacky yeah. but watching it this next time and just kind of looking into the history of it and him as a director and where he grew up mm -hmm. like he literally grew up in hiroshima where they fucking yep. blew mm -hmm. up the bomb and the atomic bomb killed all his friends mm -hmm. and so basically like this movie is his reaction to that him being like oh um basically when that atomic bomb came and blew up everybody like it made all the older people like ghosts they're like sh you know they're like shells of themselves they're not like real people anymore they're 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 sort of uh, you know they're 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 not around there because of what happened it's so traumatic to them and the younger people it just made them sort of uh, deal with this sort of hell and and the the aftermath of all that stuff which is pretty much like living in a haunted house like so it's yeah, like it's like basically dealing like it's yeah. it's like it, it, the only way to explain to an audience how insane dealing with living through getting bombed by an atomic bomb mm -hmm. is to put out a movie like this like basically but like yeah that makes complete sense with um with uh, the aunt's backstory yeah you know yeah like exactly. she lost her husband or i mean lost her like fiance fiance yeah. you know he went to this war and he didn't come back but he, She's just holding on to that thing, that that promise that he made. He was gonna come back, and that pretty much made it her a shell of herself. It, she wasn't the same person, and then you find out, yeah, she's dead. But her like with this like hope and promise like made her still be alive. Yeah, and right. It's yeah. not her, you know. You, right. It's not that same person or anything like that. So yeah, when you say. Yeah, that bomb made the old people like that. The old, the elderly, like the older generation, yeah, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. Pre yeah, pretty much like feel that. Yeah, you know, like that makes complete sense. And yeah, it make and then the younger generation, they, yeah, they're just living in this weird, like haunted funhouse kind of huh? way. You know, like from like the the sh like what the older generation just sort of left for them yeah. because of and what the bomb left for them, yeah. which is basically a hell like mm -hmm. this. Yeah just sort of violent sort of crazy insane uh world that they're living in like a loss of innocence basically yeah is like what a what i sort of saw you know those yeah, those, actually, those girls going to that house and dealing what they're dealing with is sort of like this loss of innocence yeah that makes they're, sense because you know even I mean? even each one of them isn't going through the same thing each right. one of them has a different thing they're going through so that makes a lot of sense. I, I didn't really think about it that way, but that yeah, that's weird. Like, so all their names are something. I was stoned, <laughs> but no, but all their name, all their names are something, and that's kind of like that thing they're holding on to, like to help cope with like this disaster and like all these things. You know? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, and melody, also, music, you know, yes. fantasy, dream, like dreaming things, gorgeous or beauty, like you know, yeah, and like like you know, eating and stuff like that. It's just all those like. Almost like the seven deadly sins or something like that, where you just, or just, just yeah, not necessarily sins, but sort of like seven like just innocent things. Well, yeah, that that are like coping, coping, yeah. coping's right because I mean, even in in uh, in depression, I mean, you know, people that are depressed, they they act out or they try to control their depression in different ways. Whether yeah. it's eating too much, sleeping too much, you know, kung fuing too kung much, kung fuing too yeah. much, yeah. Everyone was kung fu fighting. There's yeah. never enough kung fu, man. What are you talking about? Oh, well, sometimes, you know sometimes people are depressed. They just work out too much. Uh, uh, kung you can have kung fu, Nacho. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Nacho is kung fu. Um, no, but that's yeah, that's so. And then also, though, you know, you can you don't need no. to really have that 
like subtext. You don't really need to have that, even though it is there. You can still just kind of watch this movie but as it like gives it oh a structure, of sure. something like it, it you know, does, like, but something to build off of. Because like if it's just because yeah, if it's just that nonsense when you first watch it, it's kind but, of like oh what what's all this coming at me? It's fun, you know, but, but it doesn't have that. Um, it to me it didn't have like a rewatchability. In oh, terms yeah? of for when I first saw it, oh okay, yeah, because that's I how was I just feel. like, oh, that was fun, yeah. yeah. But now watching it with being able to have this sort of subtext to it and stuff, and a, I, yeah, I want to buy it. Yeah. I want to own it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, available yeah. on Criterion, uh, Blu-ray, <laughs> and DVD. Yeah, yeah, that makes it. But watching it the second time made me want to watch it more, and made it like, and yeah, cinema doesn't have to be serious all the time, and like have this deep meaning. It could have that little subtext to it, you know. They don't have to harp on it, and like, right. But it could still be there, but it helps the story. But watching this again, it's like, damn, shit can just be fun, and that's the rewatchability. For yeah, it, you know, like it could be I exciting. Just had fun watching this movie, and exactly. it was exciting. Like it was just like. You don't know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah. You this is a movie where yeah, literally definitely. you want to watch a movie where like well, people usually complain that they can see what happens next. Yeah. Watch this movie if you've never seen it before. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't have no idea yeah. what yeah, happened no. what what is going to happen that literally every other scene you're just like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like, like oh. sometimes just throw random things in there. Like I think it was when they were first entering the house like all the girls are about to go in and then a random bird like a fake you know obviously a fake bird oh, yeah. but it just yeah. goes by and no one notices it's like it an except for the last girl and she's like huh and it just, it just looks so ridiculous that like, is actually fuck? one of my favorite why? scenes why? i'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that is such a strange scene it's out of place yeah because she kind of like yeah the, the owl it's like an owl i think it flies by them and you can tell it's so <laughs> yeah. fake and yeah. they just yeah sort of, you could so see the yeah. string right yeah. it's and not it, even flying right yeah right yeah. and it goes into the bushes and then she just goes huh and starts to follow it but then it cuts to them being in the house and i was just like oh man like that seeing stuff like that again made me be like oh damn like this is not this is on purpose like he's trying to like give you this sense of like you don't know like you you know it's it's he's not it's not just random for random sake it it, there's there's a there's a purpose to it It, there's supposed to be a madness to it like a a dis you're supposed to be discombobulated while you're going through this as they are well definitely felt that way yeah but yeah and how i was talking about how like you know the movie system in hollywood back in the day like 1920s and stuff like that and this movie like really felt like that like it gave me that wizard of oz feeling where they're just kind of like walking through like you know when they're going to the house with the background and stuff yeah that that just like it gave me that and like yeah the set design is fucking yeah i would say like those colors those back those backdrops are beautiful like if they were painted or whatever they were they were they they popped so much yeah, yeah, I loved how everything popped in. Like, you know, it looks fake, and you can see, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like those matte paintings, sort of, and stuff like that. I just think those are so cool. Like, you know, they use that in Escape from New York a lot. Okay. You know, like, and it just look, it looks fake, but it looks so real at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, sure. it looks well have fake we, in like the way that it for that movie stylistic, yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, stylistic sure. in a good way it yeah, doesn't look sure. fake in like a we're just like oh, i can tell this is just yeah, this some, well he wanted right. like an unrealistic unre- child look like yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we already brought up that Almost he consulted like with his daughter like a lot of these things that no but yeah you know but yeah it has that alice in wonderland feel too yeah. you know like yeah very dreamy it's just yeah that about a child like just like what a child's mind is going through like it's so like random nightmares or whatever yeah like he talks about like on the criterion uh there's a supplement where He's talking about like, yeah, I couldn't go to an adult about this, you know, I can go because they can just think what they think. And a child can think sense. like anything, you know, because yeah. there's no like limit to what, you know, because they're just learning or they're just like 
they don't have that mindset where oh yeah i can only be this or that you know yeah children are very good for um especially like when it comes to like scary sort of horror stories mm -hmm. remember my like youngest brother aaron when he was younger he would write these like weird like alien like abduction stories where he like fights aliens and stuff he'd write them out on yeah. paper like with a pencil and they were like really good yeah. where i was just like like he would show them to me and i'm like oh man like this is there's just like imagination in there yeah. there's just um the scenes are like filled with like you know like uh action and things happening where i'm just like oh like nobody would really like as because as basic as the premise is and as simple as you know the characters are the action and the things and the characters that he's describing are actually very detailed and stuff yeah. and so that's why i feel like you know a lot of people talk shit about the fact that he let his daughter write some of this film well i, I don't think that's a bad thing at all i think it helped it i'll bring up one thing uh shark girl and lava boy lava girl shark boy and lava girl that uh-huh the the robert rodriguez yeah, why movie that his son wrote that that's his idea oh really oh yeah. robert rodriguez's yeah. son wrote yes that? well his son sucks well see the thing is <laughs> i'm just saying no yeah it's a good idea it doesn't but... always work sure <laughs> i'm just bringing up an example where it didn't work we're talking about we're talking about obayashi's daughter and my younger brother yeah. they're good <laughs> you're, what, no you, what you said is not yeah of exactly course. <laughs> I, I wasn't defending Shark we're rolling the dice ago. here <laughs> all right, yeah. well all right actually we're just kidding mondo actually didn't mondo brought uh shark girl and uh lava boy to bring that in the house. collection yeah, yeah. But uh, that's not a good movie. So thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> if there's one thing about this movie that I was kind of like not everything me is a sure thing. meh about um, was just the score. Um, I was reading yes. that the score was actually written before film production. It was actually done before it. Oh and yeah, like the melody, the main yeah. like theme. Dude, those are I. I that's but, probably the only thing that I was just like, oh shit, this is like on repeat and it keeps going. You didn't on. like it? I liked you weren't it. into the the uh, theme? No, not, not so much. No, if, if you just don't like any music in any movies, I no, feel back like. to it like this, I, Brody, I really bro. didn't like it. I, and then <laughs> but it was see, different. It was the same the song, is, but not, different ways. It's too, not there. It's, just... it's it's not there for you to like it necessarily. It's there for. To create the vibe of what's happening in the movie. Okay, yes, I get. Yeah, I'm not I saying mean, you guys can't like it. Obviously, but it's supposed to set a tone. I would prefer to score but... like the Ghost of Mr. Chicken Man, like by what's his name, Vic Mizzy or something like that. Yeah, the score. That's what I was gonna say. Like both <laughs> these have like uh, like you know a, st a, st a distinctive theme, and they use it a lot. You know, over and over again. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I like and that's I like both. That's yeah. what older movies did. They they found something, mm -hmm. a theme, and they try to stick to it, especially when fucking Jaws and. All that shit just did it over and over again, mm -hmm. yeah, you know? Right that, yeah. yeah, of course. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And like, you know, Star Wars just had the same, like, you know? Well, yeah. anyway. <laughs> House. It's a good film. In terms of throwing everything at the wall. Yeah. And then actually having some subtext under it, too. Even though you don't need to really uh, kind of feel it, I guess. You, you don't need to really see that, right? You like, uh, not everyone who's going to sit down and watch this is going to kind of, like, look into it the way that I did before this w second watch, right? You know, I looked up where the director was born okay. and kind of the history and just watched interviews about him, you know? Mm -hmm. And it talked about how he grew up in Hiroshima and, like, around the time and how he... The first thing he says in one of his interviews is, yeah, all my childhood friends are dead because of the atomic bomb. Yeah. And so it's just yeah. like, oh... Like you watch something like this and you're like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. That would, this would come from a mind 
of a person who dealt dealt with some trauma like that. Yeah. He wouldn't like because you know some American fucking jackoff would deal with something like that, and then he'd write some serious fucking like drama where it's like. You know, like we have to like watch these people like give monologues and talk about what how the bomb affected them and oh the the bomb has made me feel crazy right and it would be bad but he knew that to show how insane and crazy it is for the for his village and those and the people in the town that he lived with to deal with that shit was to show a movie like this like that that's like yeah of course it's in the criterion collection because that's like genius yeah. like because you can't show the absurdity of something like that unless you show literally absurdity yeah like, yeah, like makes pure sense. madness yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. violence and madness and like just that where, where nothing makes sense to anybody because how could that make sense to those people when that bomb blew up most of their the people that they yeah. loved and knew you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and that's just kind of sad like as Americans, how we forget that. Yeah, we weren't born when all that stuff was going down. Sure, but, people do forget you know, that like, that was like but, a. It's sort of like if it's sort of like a nine eleven in a way, like where it's you know we didn't really kill the people that bombed us in Pearl Harbor. We just killed pe- people that they knew, yeah. basically. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we didn't. It's you know we didn't go after them and like actually like hit a military base or something. We literally just fucking blew up a, a town of, of of people. Like you know. Yeah. It's just like crazy, and so like that. Yeah, it just makes complete sense to have this sort of outlook on life. <laughs> to to just be like, yeah, everything's fucked and crazy, and it's like a haunted house living in this like town because everybody's miserable because yeah. of this. The radiation, all the shit that, that the after effects of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah Godzilla. Yeah. I mean, all <laughs> these monsters are coming after Mothra. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I said that whole serious thing, and I said, "Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's horrible." Um, but this is the Criterion Cool Podcast. Look, we are none of us are film scholars. We're just four film fools, four film fools who just like watching movies, and we're discovering films, and we're just discovering themes in them. I mean, again, I'd watched this movie before, and I didn't really like get anything from it, you know. And then watching it this time, and kind of knowing it, and so to think, no one, a lot of people aren't going to sit down and watch this film that way, right? And yeah. I don't think they have to. I, I, I feel like I, you know, I hope no one thinks that they uh, watch if they listen to this and they watch that movie and didn't get what I'm saying out of it to uh-huh. think like, oh, well, I didn't get get it. No, no, I don't think well, that's yeah. it at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. You don't need to get this movie. You just need to enjoy it. Yeah. So I actually want to go into that. That being said, this was my first watch on this film. And um, I had uh, and it was actually introduced to like someone brought it to the pod. Um someone commented on a film that we'd watched prior and they brought this film uh, to us. They said that that film kind of reminded them something of this film. So I looked this film up and I was like, wow, that looks insane. You know, cause I watched like a trailer for it and I was like, that looks insane. So I was excited to watch it, but I don't know if I wasn't in the mood for the film or what. I just like, I don't know, like maybe I do need another watch. Cause you guys watching it a second time seemed like you guys, uh, enjoy it more so for sure you know yeah and me possible. watching it one time around maybe i just, like i said maybe i just wasn't in the mood to watch it at the time that i did but i mean i got that i got a vibe that i mean if you like i feel in my opinion if you're someone that's into like an anime experience or like even like a like you know like a crazy scooby-doo episode or or even like a like something like the haunted mansion stuff like that it's easy to watch for in, in my opinion, because it has those type of uh, those type of uh, like, I guess, like uh, 
uh, scenes or schemes through the film. You know what I mean? Yes, there's a lot in it. There's a lot going on in it. But I feel like that's the type of film that I kind of relate it to. Like if if all those things were thrown into like a bowl and mixed up, that's what you would get out of this. Well, I don't know about the Scooby Doo thing. You know what it reminded me of? Sorry, Scooby Doo. Uh, hold on, Scooby Doo. Um, no, director uh, Sam, the guy who does all the stupid Spider-Man movies, but no, not totally. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi. So all those those that editing and stuff, like those Evil that they Dead. Did, yes, it reminded me of Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah, okay. So I feel like fans of that, like if you like it, think Evil yeah, like Dead, like cult. on acid, man, because yeah, like, like or or some kind of drug. I don't know. I don't do drugs. I just, anyways. <laughs> um, no, uh, that's kind of what I. The feel I was getting, you know, watching it, and that's why I kind of dug it, you know. Okay. okay. Um, but you know what? I think yeah. I've only watched it once, and I think I don't know. Is this weird to say? I mean, me personally, like re- watching it, mm-hmm. and then kind of reading up on it more, and kind of like you know, learning more about the film itself. I haven't watched it the second time, no, but yeah, it kind of made me appreciate that's it more. What makes it you know, like everything. Yeah, I, was, I, I thought back about everything, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like you know, like I just, it made more sense. I don't know. I guess like you know, a second watch, but I don't. Yeah. Know. This yeah. is why we have the Criterion quote: We watch movies, we look shit up, we want to know more about them. Yeah. We all about them special features, <laughs> bitch. <Yeah>. What up, <laughs> film fools for life, dog? All right. Well, you know what? Let's wrap it up. Let's get the final thoughts from everybody. Cool. Uh. All right, so let's start off with Nacho. Let's get your final thoughts on House. Uh, I know you just kind of said something right now, but I want you to sort of wrap up how you feel about it. Uh, you know, give it a give it a rating. You know, we're rating things here because it matters. <laughs> what we have to say matters. Are you listening? No, I mean, listening to criteria. <laughs> but going off of what I said, like you know, f- fans of like maybe the Evil Dead like may want to watch this movie. I-, I think everyone should give it at least one watch. It's it's random. There's just crazy shit that goes on like at times but visually a movie that came out in 77 like i appreciate all that he did you know um it's, it's ridiculous it made me laugh um yeah i don't know i i i dug the film i want to watch it again i would like to add this to my collection um with that being said i'd give this film probably three and a half heads eating asses i mean biting asses right biting asses eating biting asses okay, okay three yes. and a half i like that <laughs> uh quick question yes sir would you um would you show this film to a teenager uh, like i know you have uh, uh you know some a she's a tween uh, she's well i mean okay a tween no no, no but no for sure um i think like is it like do you think it'd be like a cool sit around for like halloween and watch with like you know like not yeah okay a tween maybe when she's a little older yeah like a little like a teen for sure yeah okay i I, I would because that's what i'm saying because i feel like this movie like i feel like if you just you should discover it young and that way you can appreciate it when you do get older as opposed to you know what i'm saying like because you can like when you're young you can appreciate it too because you're like damn this is like this is crazy i can get stoned and like get drunk and watch this with my friends and then when you're older you know, you can kind of be like, oh, yeah. like, I could appreciate yeah. it for like actual being. A- yeah, it's a different yeah. sense of appreciation. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. I was just wondering, you know, if, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going to give my final thoughts. <clears throat> Second time watching it. Enjoyed it a lot more. Found more subtext in it. Found a lot more deeper meaning. But that's because I looked into it because that's what we do here at Film Fools. <laughs> we uh, watch special features. We read essays. We watch film essays, video essays. And uh, yeah, so I recommend this to everyone, especially for Halloween. I think this is like a really good 
So if you have just a bunch of people, you know, if you're having a little Halloween party or something and you're just like, you know, you're drinking, you're having a good time, this would be a cool thing to throw on. Yeah, have something and, on in the background. Yeah, because not only is it it's fun to watch, you can make fun of it and it's not like a bad thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's sort of like a drive-in kind of like this a, isn't, sort this of like isn't, a Rocky Horror Picture Show. You, you're, you're like, you can be loud. Room, yeah. You know? like, no, no, of course. But you could be loud with it. You could like laugh at it. You can like enjoy it. In a way that, yeah, no, no, it's not The Room. It's not like a, a bad movie that you laugh at. It, it's a good movie, but you can enjoy it in, in, I think, several ways. You know, you'd have a group of people there just drunk, watching it, laughing. You, For dude, sure. Having I, I want to, like, we should all do acid and watch this movie. <laughs> this would be great. I think so. I think that'd the be Patreon fun. episode. Yes, we'll yes. do that. <laughs> we should. And then we'll record ourselves talking. Oh, no. Good yeah. Lord. Okay, but, all right, so... I really enjoyed this because of the visuals. Um, again, it just looks fantastic. I think all the effects that he uses really uh, bring out the sort of fantasy world and the idea of what he's doing with the haunted house aspect and, and the idea that, that like, yeah, he's just living in this sort of fucked up world that the atomic bomb created after it just fucking blew everything up. So it, it makes me look at it in a, in a whole different way. So there's that subtext. It's very, very entertaining film. I'm gonna give it uh, four, uh, four kung fu, four uh, kung fu's legs uh, coming out of the coming out of the piano, kicking the cat's portrait, Kick, kicking the cat's yeah. portrait. Yeah. There's so much stuff that goes on in this film. It's very hard to like explain every scene, but just know, yeah, you gotta watch this, especially for Halloween. Please watch this, yeah. Diego. Last thoughts. Well. One of the things I got from it too, on before I get to my last thoughts, is that there's this meme. Well, this right? is last thoughts. This, this, this is your last no, thoughts. Bef- okay, so there's this meme, right? That 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 uh, that is pretty well known, and I, I didn't know that that cat Blanche, the cat's name is Blanche, is f- comes from this film. So I thought that was pretty cool. There's a meme. Is that yeah, what you're saying? A, there's a meme. What is the featuring meme exactly? the cat? Uh, how did I let you guys into this cult? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm just, What's I'm just throwing meme? that out there. I'm just throwing that out it's there. A but me- um, meme-y. okay, so I mean, you guys already touched on the visuals. I, I really like the visual. I mean, the backdrops and 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 a lot of the shots are very beautiful. Uh, just in the beginning too, when you walk into her house, the backdrop is like beautiful when she she meets up with the dad. Um, that stood out to me a lot throughout the film. Um, also the fact that he like you guys stated the that his daughter was a big influence on the film writing and all that stuff that's cool because i think especially like for halloween and haunted stuff you guys have mentioned like it's good to get a perspective from a kid you know that's kind of refreshing thing from films and and this film you you could kind of tell that it's a big influence and um maybe i just need another watch like him just the amount that you guys do for sure but it was definitely an interesting watch and i think everyone should watch it um right now more so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it three blanches okay three cats three yeah, white three cats blanches. three memes. all right mondo your last thoughts yeah we didn't even dig into this film <laughs> i'm joking but yes we didn't well i mean but no yeah i mean you know. yeah it's on the criterion you should watch it that's that's all that's so all better people have dug into this film <laughs> yes like and this is a film you can dig into. Yeah. It's just again, better people probably should do it more so than us. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I think I, I think I just realized something watching these watching these films. I picked these two films obviously, but 
I think I'm just like a haunted house horror genre kind of person. Oh, that's yours. You know? Yeah. Like, I, like Saw 2 was dope because of the haunted house aspect of Damn. it. Damn. You know? Like, Mondo yelling out, Saw 2 was <laughs> dope on a Criterion Cult podcast. All right. What about the Eddie Murphy one? You like that one too? Haunted Mansion. I've never seen the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, but I've come been on. to the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> All right. Well, but anyways, keep going. So, but another thing I love too is when they tell you what this film, what's going to happen in the movie in the very beginning, and you, you're you just too stupid to realize it when you're watching it. Because, you know, she's take, uh, uh, Fantasy's taking the picture of her in the like science room and stuff like yes. that. And she's dressed in that white, like, kind of mm-hmm. cloak thing. Yeah. And then they're they're like talking and blah blah blah. And then she and then Gorgeous Hester's like, "Why were you staring at me like that?" She's like, "Oh, you just look like a witch from like a horror film." Blah blah blah. And what happens at the end? She becomes that yeah, witch that, at the end yeah. of the horror film. So she becomes stupid. a blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she becomes that witch at the end of the horror yeah. film. Yeah, gorgeous. You know, like I just I love that shit. You know, like when they tell you like the whole story, like, a full like circle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like. And then there's just like weird things that I noticed that like remind me of like a uh, Zelda and shit. Like you know, like when you meet someone oh, in the village and stuff like that, and the fucking weird watermelon seller is like right behind there smiling all stupid. Damn, we got a gamer. <laughs> and then and then the other uh, the other thing is when um, uh, Mr. Togo falls down the steps because of Blanche. Oh yeah, and then the at the end oh, the kid yeah. is playing the drums yeah, on his on, his, on, the, on that on tin his, can or yeah, whatever his, his tin bucket, bucket. Yeah, the bucket's on his ass, and the yeah. kid's like playing the drums on the back. Like like that's just so Zelda, or like you know, just like wacky shit happening, you know. But anyways, this film is great. It's better on multiple viewings. Like this time, I just like enjoyed it so much. Like like to the tenth degree. Like it was just like such a fun watch, and I was just like happy watching it and laughing and enjoying it and. I give it ten. Uh, I give it four. <laughs> I, give it, I give it four dreams on the uh, four uh, little drums on the bucket. <laughs> that is a crazy. You went from ten to four. This is the I episode mean, to do that. This is the episode to do that. And that All right, bring, do that to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got four uh, drums on the bucket of the ass. That was a very yeah. I get what you're saying. That does feel very much like a kind of like a. Like a little, like an anime video game kind of scene. Yeah, it's just like a wacky sure. when you I get when you. introducing a character. They're always doing something stupid, and then yes. you're like, "Me, oh, can you help me?" Blah blah blah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah, and that, know? yeah, uh huh, yeah. No, no, that that's was true. Just so like, yeah. I mean, again, you're right. We didn't really get into it. There's a bunch of like crazy characters, but you know, we we don't want to spend this whole podcast just describing all the scenes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I th- but but again, hopefully, people have seen this that are listening to this mm-hmm. because I think. Both of these films are not really. I mean, I guess House is uh, for you know film people. They're really into it, mm-hmm. but it's not like something that regular you know just the the common folk have seen. Yeah, you know, yeah. but I think they okay. should. I think it would get them kind of be like, oh shit, like this is wonky as fuck. This is crazy. But it yeah. does deserve multiple viewings. It just it does. Cause, yes, because even in the essay in the Criterion Collection booklet that it comes with, like. Like the guy's talking about, like, yeah, you watch it and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like, it's just like all these what the fuck moments. Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's just pointless. And then you watch it again just to, like, what did I see what I saw? You know, like, it's, yeah, it takes, like, it's, it's like gravity's rainbow or something. You know, you got to read it again. Damn. Thomas Pynchon. We got a book, man. (laughs) 
Look, um, I don't know how to read. I only know how to read scripts because I watch films. So don't bring books into this podcast, sir. Books, you got games. We got a gamer, we got a booker, we got a filmer. Okay. All right, Mondo. Well, that's nice to see that you you're you know, you're bringing a bunch of bunch of references. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm saying that's a good thing. Look, house. Everyone goes check it out, right? We all agree. Yeah, yeah. Watch it. yeah, yeah movie. For yeah? sure, watch it. Invite us over. Let's watch it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who it is. Well, I got stuff to do. <laughs> all right. Know. What is okay, so so from one house we go to another haunted yeah, house. Yeah, we're keeping we're keeping the haunted house theme. Where are we going now? Where where are you taking us, Mondo? So we're going to Rachel, Kansas. Oh, okay. That's what it okay, that's right. Rachel, mm-hmm. Kansas. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so this is uh starring Don Knotts, the great Don Knotts, uh the amazing Don Knotts, mm-hmm. the uh can always has looked like an old fish man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no matter how looked, young he's always been. Always looked like Mr. Limpet, mm-hmm. but the reluctant astronaut. But mm-hmm. shit. He's got the personality. To, he's slaying. He's slaying the broads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back then they called them broads. I'm not saying that. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> Good they cover called, up, man. I think Good back cover then up. They were called Playboy Playmates. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, so uh, the Ghost of Mr. Chicken came out in 1976 or no 66. 66. Sorry, and it's about a timid typesetter for a local newspaper. Spends the uh, and he spends the night in a the haunted house uh, on the 20th like anniversary of a haunted murder suicide house. And they, he has to like stay there to do like a news story, so he can finally become like a, a journalist. Right. So he is a typesetter at the newspaper, mm-hmm. and he wants to become an actual journalist. Mm-hmm. And so he volunteers to stay at this haunted house and write a story about his experience yeah. there. And so this is Don Knotts. Don um, Knotts at his Don Knotts. I mean, this is Don Knotts in, in his prime. Yeah. Basically. It's Don yeah. Knotts. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All four of us said Don Knotts, and, and nothing came Don, out of that. <laughs> Don Knotts is a national treasure, and I want I want to know why you don't think that, Nacho. Well, who else no, is in this, Mondo? No, I meant like well, it's him well, being him. Like, I mean, for the, sure, what, but what that's, you know for? That, that's all I'm saying. Like, and that's not a yeah, bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not at all. But who else is in this, Mondo? Uh, Joan Staley. That's it. And Dick- no, well, there's Liam Redman, <laughs> Dick Sargent, Rita Show, who plays the um, eccentric occult woman oh, okay. who runs okay. the. She's yeah, like the psychic occult society of Carl Salomon. Sorry, that was what she was saying, right? No, okay. Is that what she says? Is that I know? I mean, I know that she says something. There, she kept so, saying that throughout, like you know, when right? There's like an like the okay. So basically, um, Don Knotts is like in this town where uh there's this haunted house and they kind of know that there was a murder there and there's like this rich old lady who runs this group where they're like an, they 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 believe in the occult and they think mm-hmm. they can talk like to spirits, spirits. Mm-hmm. yes and so what was it that you you think she says she says taro caro solomon something like yeah, that yeah okay. like she keeps, she, she right, keeps saying yeah. it like throughout the movie yeah, yeah. she just yeah. keeps spouting that out her ass also making my brother without having <laughs> wow <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we'll edit that out. <laughs> this isn't the '90s, Mondo. You you can't get away with stuff like that. <laughs> oh my God, Mondo. Can't I? How can you bring 
The ghost and Mr. Chicken would nod nods to the Criterion Collection. Would nod nods. Don nods <laughs> to the Criterion Collection. Tell me why. All right. Well, I mean, this came out in 66. I mean, there's no Don Knotts films on the Criterion Collection. That's a good oh, point. Oh, well, no. Well, he's in one that we watched. It's oh, a Mad right. Man, he's, Mad Mad World. He's like a little... He's a little yeah, But it's, yeah. not, it's not one of his films. But yeah. Don Knotts, I mean... Just watching this movie, like, I had so much fun again. Like, I remember why I like this film. Like, I saw it when I was a kid, so it kind of had a big impression on me then. You know, because in the 90s, they were kind of bringing back all these, like, um, I don't know, all these films, like Hitchcock. You know, Jim Carrey was always citing Don Knotts as, like, an inspiration and stuff. That you makes know? a lot yeah. of sense. So there would be, like, all these, like, revivals of, like, older things, you know, when I was a kid. So that's why this kind of came into my, like, radar and stuff like that. And, like, um, yeah, like, I mean, just Don Knotts in general is, like, if, like, any film of his should be on the collection, I think it should be this one, just because... Go ahead, Matt. Sorry, quick quick question. Was this... This was his first, like... No. uh, The Incredible Mr. Olympic came out a little bit before this. Oh, so this wasn't his first, like, major... Yeah, this wasn't, like, his debut. Okay. Okay, you know, like... Yeah, like, Andy Griffith. I mean, yeah, he'd been doing the show already, but I thought this was... Okay, maybe... I, I thought this was, like, his like first big no, role not, like not, okay not. no so it isn't okay yeah but a lot of people who worked on this like wrote the script and uh direct the guy who directed like worked on andy griffith show. yes yeah yes. they worked together I, yeah prior like, to on that. other things you mm-hmm. know so i think that's that kind of shows too in his uh uh his acting like it kind of brings he knows yeah, what to bring yeah, out he's you know pretty what much I mean? barney fife you yeah. know like which is not a bad thing it's no. a good character it's yeah. funny like and even like in the beginning watching this it reminded me of mad 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 world like just how the jokes was like uh like how the jokes were like the lady yeah. keep on repeat re- repeating uh like the same thing you know to get a, a laugh or a reaction to it yeah uh, how like that guy got hit by the two by four like you know <laughs> yeah. you know stuff like that and like and then I don't, I don't even think this director really did any like really big movies or anything like that i mean don knox still did some movies like apple dumpling apple dumpling gang stuff like with jim or jim conway and like that was like it kind of was like his partner in films and stuff like that. Yeah, he mostly did like TV. I think. Yeah. I think he did yeah. uh, the shakiest gun in the West. Yeah, the shaky gun in mm-hmm. the West. Uh, and I think the they did one more. Astronaut. The reluctant and astronaut. A, and there's another movie with. Uh, it feels like it was like their last movie with him and because Tim Conway. They, because I feel like Tim there is Conway. Sorry, uh, it was like. Um, He's some detective. I yes, forget, like, yeah. there, there is like a. I feel like there is a kind of like a. a um, a Don Knotts Rafkin trilogy or sort of thing that they'd have where they yeah. did sort of have this sort of character who's like a a coward kind of character in like these different situations. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like that that well that title earlier that I was saying, the reluctant astronaut. Yeah, like he's not he's like the reluctant everything, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. the, the reluctant news reporter like in this movie. And this is like this whole like this movie feels like a Scooby Doo script or yeah. even like a Simpsons script, you know, like just because like every character in the town and it's a small town like is a character yeah you yeah know? definitely it's part of like the things like the mayor um the weird cop um even his co-workers yeah like, his co-workers yeah. the the women that he he lives with because he lives in like this weird uh like kind of like room and board place or whatever and like um and and don knots himself you yeah know? like he's just like this wacky kind of like uh, on the hinge like you know like everything is just like blown up to like like a million like uh pieces you know like 
like murder calm that how do those two go to go together like you know stuff like that you know <laughs> but yeah it just and what i was saying about earlier about scooby-doo is this came before scooby-doo you know so like and then you find out kind of the murder mystery part behind it yeah and stuff like that it I, feels very scooby-doo-ish mm-hmm. so I, it does feel like scooby-doo might have taken some uh, liberties and taken um Kind of taking their vibe from this movie. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for definitely for sure. Like where it's not like really a how haunting. How you find out the uh, killer? Spoilers. You know? yeah. It's not really a haunting. It's just some person kind of making. He's like uh, making it haunting so people take notice and yes. you can kind of uncover. And the it mystery. always has something to do about somebody needing money for the property yeah, or something right, like yeah. that. And that's what it like. Scooby Doo always Scooby Scooby Doo yeah. <laughs> always feels like. It uh, it does something like that where it's like. Uh, you know, they, they find out that the ghost is just some white guy who's trying to like, ah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to like, you know, uh, sell this property and or not sell this property and well, scare people to away or, so, or whatever to, the like, case you know, is. Yes. He's trying to destroy the evidence, which is the house. Yeah. Right. You know, what? Uh, which Don Knotts ends up like, you know, spent, sort of spending the night and he like gets scared out of it, you know? But yeah. And I got to say, look, it is a haunted house film. Mm-hmm. It is very haunted house, but they don't spend too much time in the haunted house. They don't. They don't. They, they really don't. don't. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does become sort of like a courtroom. I f- yeah. I feel like it like, becomes uh, more of a town town thing situation, mm-hmm. you know, not so much, not so much the house in general, but just this town he lives in. That's just. But it's based around this haunted house. That's yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. whole premise. That's why yeah. everything is going on. Of course, it's not a real haunted house. It's more grounded. It's not so like fantastical like and taking like these like kind of liberties that like house has what took you know and like yeah. to explain something else but like it that's what the premise is is the haunted house you know like the ghost of mr chicken like there's no ghost either it's there was a, a little guy there was a saying in the movie i was wondering maybe you guys can enlighten me on uh like the electrician must have been a democrat did you guys understand that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you about this. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? The mayor. What do you think the mayor At is? that luncheon. So there is a luncheon, right? Where they... So uh, Don Knotts, Mr. Chicken, he um, writes a really compelling uh, story about the anniversary of the haunted house that we're talking about, that, they, that the town has, and he writes a, a story in the newspaper. So they want him to speak at a luncheon. And before the mayor goes up and he goes up to speak and he gets feedback Mm -hmm. and then he says, oh, the electrician must have been a Democrat. And I remember, so I've seen this movie before, but seeing this movie this time, I never noticed that before. And seeing it now, it like clicked in my head. I was like, oh, I was like, of course, this is a whole town of of Republicans, Republicans. a bunch of rich right wing nut jobs and of course and don Knotts isn't any sort of political party he's just sort of like you know he's he, repeated it because the mayor said it right yeah yes but but not that he's mentally ill but he's sort of like a slower kind of uh a person who's like lower in society and it just shows you that the right wing that republicans they don't they don't take mental illness they don't take uh that seriously they look at them as like idiots and they bully them and they treat them like shit because why else would they go out of their way to make that point to make the point of the mayor being a Republican? Why yeah. would they go out of their way to do that? Because they never bring up anything like that again. Yeah. It's until you just start seeing how the whole town is filled with a bunch of white bullies that you're like, oh, of course you're all Republicans because you believe a bunch of nonsense. 
You believe that there's a haunted house. You yeah. believe a bunch of conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theory nonsense, but that only because it fits your agenda. It doesn't fit your agenda, then you don't want it. Like it, yeah, it, it literally was just reminding me of a lot of stuff going on today because you have that those those women who are, are that that they're all like these bored rich white yeah, housewives they so and they, so they pretend they could talk to ghosts cultists, yeah but then as soon as he you know as soon as don not sort of gets out it is like oh you know it's not real there's no real ghosts here they're so quick to turn on they're him. so quick yep. to turn on him even though they support him and believe him because it because those memes and those conspiracies fit their agenda yeah definitely once it didn't they turned on him it's like that's like you know i'm glad you brought that up because that's literally what that felt like it was like oh you're literally telling me that republicans are trash <laughs> that's what the ghost and mr chicken is really about when we look <laughs> down at the subtext of this rafkin was saying the right is trash they don't like the men- mentally ill they bully them they make fun of them uh vote democrat even though i don't, fucking, <laughs> I don't want to vote democrat either but fuck <laughs> anyway yeah, no, that that's what I got from that yeah. that little yeah, scene that's where. Definitely but you can take that, that either way. I feel like you know, because like if Republicans saw that, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, it was a Democrat. It was the fucking electrician," you know, and like be on the mayor side, of course. Or yeah. or or, or yeah. as other people, oh yeah, fuck that mayor because he's a Republican and he's making fun of like the working class guys, you know. So I feel like you could turn that either way. So I don't know what way the movie was saying, but you know. Yeah, I found that very interesting it was that. something yeah. that stood out for sure but yeah because in the beginning of the film like they're they're like almost harassing don Knotts because he was saying this guy was dead and he saw yeah, the they, murder they don't let up on him they yeah. treat him like yeah, shit it's a constant par- the whole town yeah. yeah yeah and i feel like look he's a joke sure. they made it seem they gave you that that the mayor and most of those people are republican to let you know yeah that town is Republican, yes. That they have a certain idea, an ideal. And they don't <laughs> they don't want to help mentally ill people or people mm-hmm. who need help. They just want to help themselves. No, nah, that same luncheon, they kicked out the homeless guy. Didn't you see? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A homeless see, guy. And was that the same homeless guy from The Wedding Singer? Dude, he's been, that? He, that guy's been around for like, he's like 200 he years old. Like, I, I could have sworn that was him too. Like him, it yeah. like it him even sounded like him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, I was like, like how does vampire, he look this dude. old still? Like, it, it, I he was like a like, hundred there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. I thought that maybe I was the only one who saw that. But yeah. Is that like real? Is it really the guy <laughs> from know. the wedding singer? I'm not singer? sure. I, I should have looked it up. I, compl- I forgot to look it up. But I was like. Because this was, was like, in no, 1966. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's and he's why I was super like, old here. So if yeah. he's still in the, if yeah. he's in the wedding singer. Wow. That's, that's insane, right? Like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. He definitely looked like but anyway, that. yeah, I don't know this film. Uh, this film looked, I mean, yeah, it was a directed by a TV director, but it looks cinematic as hell, you know. Like, and then seeing like seeing how like they they filmed the stuff in like the house and stuff. Like everything doesn't have to be so dark sometimes, you know. Like I right, still got I still got out. that spooky. Like yeah, this is like a family film, and like it's for like you know everyone to enjoy. Like you know, there's no like. Um, there's nothing blue in it, as they say, you know, but like it was still kind of like spooky and cool looking, you know, it was that whole aesthetic, like, you know, how the Munsters and Adam's family yeah, and definitely. Like, stuff from back then. And they even film it on that famous like Universal yes. Lodge Street yeah. where like the Burbs and the Must- yes. Munsters and stuff like that was filmed on. And it looks fucking dope. Like I just. Well, one thing I've noticed from watching uh, more sort of horror, sort of thriller based stuff mm-hmm. is 
like haunted house based stuff. Even when it comes to like, I saw the devil when they're in that house, uh, the cannibal house. Okay, that mansion haunting at Hill House. All these different things. Like when they do, it's always like the walls are green. There's always like a green kind of like yeah. um, aesthetic to the houses. Yeah, the wallpaper is always green. And Ghost of Mr. Chicken, there's a lot of green in there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think even in House, there's maybe a lot of green as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, like, noticed that that was, like, um, I don't know. I, I guess that makes sense, right? That's, like, a good, it gives sort of, like, a decaying kind of, like, feel to, like, haunted houses, like, I guess. Yeah. Like, sort of, like, a like a swamp like this, like like, just, like, I don't know, like. Like dripping, like sort of like, um, like messy. Maybe feel? it's easier to look, make it look kind of old, look like or like, the, yeah, decrepit as you say, you're right? Saying, and, and lived in and stuff. Like yeah, that, and I think know? like I guess like the blood, just like blood itself, just looks pops out against. Yeah, it. I guess yeah. pops out well, against I mean, something yeah, like that. We've kind of seen that too, and like like the play on color with other stuff, like the reds. You know, uh, I mean, in the last thing, the last thing we watched. Um, uh, uh, don't look now with the red coat, yeah, you know. Popping, yeah, and yeah. then later on, I brought up the whole thing about the uh, in Eden Lake when um, Fastbender is running through the bushes and he's mm-hmm. blood and against the green. It maybe yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, something sure. that you know, especially with lighting. I'm sure that has an effect or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I again, I just noticed it because yeah, I mean, the, the, the films that I've been watching, the films we've been watching recently, it sort of just makes sense. But you know, I. Again, watching it. So this... what? Are you guys gonna fight me on this film, or are you gonna let it in? Well, I don't know. They, what? <laughs> nobody's. This guy's over here just uh, on his phone. Nacho, do you? No, uh, I was trying to know find out if that was the guy from. You know, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find out if that was the wedding scene. Well, guy. I did. I did have a question. You okay? So you brought up that you you think it's a it's a family film, which I, I mean I I don't disagree. Uh, do you guys feel the same way? You guys feel like it? You know. It, all all ages can watch this. Oh, for yeah, sure. Because I would actually suggest. Yeah, we should always suggest like you know. Yeah, with yeah with the family. It's very much a family yeah. for sure. Like I don't see why it's not. Uh, I'm actually going to argue for it. I don't see why it's not put on oh, more yeah. lists. Like, you know, like I don't see why it's not. Put yeah. more I was going to call like, Mondo Family Guy because he keeps bringing these family movies. What the, other family film there? Crumb? You think that's didn't you? Oh, was or was that you, Jordan? The other one the, from the same time. Uh, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Jordan brought that. Oh, yeah, my bad. I would have brought that too. I thought you did for a second. My bad. That was good though. Um, but uh, no, but I don't. I just don't. F is for family, dog. <laughs> I don't see why it's not on like a lot of like you know you know you have sh- like films like Hocus Pocus and, and stuff like that right now for yeah, that's Halloween. Like a I just feel like yeah, yeah, I just feel like this film needs that. Like I, I can see. Arguing that I, I mean, I, I, I really like this movie. I Man, we got wanna, the beast, the demon. Yeah, I actually want to buy. Like, I, as soon as I was done, I was like, "Wow, that was a really good watch." Exact that. Okay, that's exactly like I have that same feeling towards this film. Like, yeah, like maybe it might have been popular back in the day. Yeah. And like Don Knotts too. Like you know, like yeah, he yeah. might have had a revival because there was that like he had that cameo in Pleasantville and stuff. Oh, like okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but now like. At this moment, I feel like he's forgotten, you know? Yes. And this film is forgotten. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it might be, like, um, a universal film. Like, I, I have a, a Blu-ray of it, but it's bare bones. Like, it's just oh, okay. the movie. Like, I had never heard it. of this film until you brought it up. Like, I was like, what is that? The ghost in the Yeah, you kept chicken. making fun of me. Yeah. 
I had only I had only seen it because damn like, fuck you Nacho get <laughs> off your phone dick I had only seen it because like when you're when you take the tram tour at Universal mm-hmm. they show a little snippet of it and oh, I was always, yeah, yeah and I really? and I was oh, always shit. like what movie is that because you know like because I, I want to watch on, it yeah I've been on that tram tour I've never seen yeah. it oh shit yeah. yeah and then like it's the part where they're in the picnic and mm-hmm. he's like you know having yeah. the lunch with the girl yeah. um but uh uh no I I mean I I. I, I mean, even the first scene is hilarious, you know? Like, I, I enjoyed the the watch from beginning to end. Yeah, and the music yeah, is Yeah, it jumps really... right into it in the first yeah. scene when yeah, he gets into like, the whole thing. There's no dull moments. It's just yeah. it's just funny from beginning, and it makes sense, and it, it's a good story that carries yeah, through. Yeah, this is a really tight script. Like, I Well, that feel score like, yeah. that you're going to say, the music yeah. by Vic Mizzy is, like, dope. Like, it just, it's perfect. Yeah, it has that Munsters feel that Adam's family. He did yeah. the Adam's you know? family, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so it, like, it has that whole, like, you know, the theme yeah. is, like, it just fits so perfectly. And I just love that kind of, like, 60s, like, you know, like, fake horror. Well, almost, he, he, was, he was doing, like, fuzzy guitar. I was looking into that a lot because I really enjoyed that. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the, the whole fuzzy guitar, harpsichords and all yeah. that. I, I guess it, take, it took him, like, four days to... Uh, to compose this, it's about 35 minutes of score, you know, throughout the yeah. movie, right? But, yeah, I just, that is something that I, like, really, it just went perfect with the yeah. movie, you know? Like, it, it was dope. I, I mean, uh, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge, uh, like, I'm not too familiar with Don Knotts' stuff. Mm-hmm. This is probably the first film I've watched with him, like, you know, being a main character. Yeah, yeah. But I can see, like, that's one thing I picked up, too, like, how he influenced so many comedians. You know his his physical acting. Me and my grandma watch the Andy Griffin show all the time, bro. Um, Fire. But when you brought up Jim Carrey, like sure, ignore like, me, keep talking. No, I'm mean, just I'm trying to get through what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen the yeah and, the Jim Carrey. Yeah, I've seen influence. that show too. Yeah. But I mean, this is a when he was like primary, at, you know, character. Uh, Andy yeah. Griffin show. I mean, and in the Andy Griffin show, he's a primary man. He steals the show for sure. He is. Yeah. He you know, is the Andy Griffin. What's, show. what's funny is I didn't watch the Andy Griffin show too much. I was more. I for whatever reason I was watching Three's Company with him. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to take. I didn't mean to take up here. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like I can see why he's so influential on on these other actors and comedians. Like. His physical, uh, like, uh, humor is yeah, facial. It's not yeah, and yeah. it's not like too much because you know, like, I feel like sometimes like 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 Jim Carrey, like mm. that's my the example I'm giving. He sometimes goes overboard, but like with, with yeah, Don Knotts doesn't like fall. You know, like he's still like he'll like overreact to something, but he won't just like fall for no yeah, reason. Yeah, and it, you know? I wasn't like oh, that's you know, like I didn't. It wasn't like something where I was like. Uh, you know, like it, it was something like his reactions and his physical, like, especially when he does his karate chops, like yeah. that. I love that. Like that character that, that I made his me like, made the char- steel, yeah. Right? And his whole body's sure. a weapon. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'll argue for it. I actually really think that it deserves to be on the oh, collection. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Minus, I, was... I mean, minus the haunted house aspect. I think what connects this is the Kung Fu. <laughs> we got Kung Fu in, in house. And then we got Kung Fu and uh and mr chicken and don Knotts' hands yeah and you know and i think that's one of the most exciting aspects of this film is that you have a white man who studied the arts (laughs) and really took it to a ghost to a haunted house and said you know what i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be bullied yeah i'm not gonna be taunted and i'm not gonna be frightened i'm gonna chop you in the neck and that's what I think more, you know, more underdogs need to do is realize we have the power in us. 
We have the power in us to overcome <laughs> our fears. So vote this voting season. Yes. <laughs> yes. Make sure you chop the vote. <laughs> chop the vote. You heard it here. Criterion Colt says chop the vote. Hashtag chop the vote. Um, yeah. So Mr. Chicken is about a haunted house. But to me, it's about how Republicans and the right wing are uh, bullies. They're mean people. And they just want they to make this haunted house and we have to bulldoze it down. Yes. Exactly. All exactly. Right. That's good. You're right. That's the, good. The, yeah, the, like the, rep- the Republicans have taken the house and we've got to bulldoze it down because it's haunted and chop it's them down. gross. <laughs> and it's disgusting. And Don Knotts, you know, I don't know his politics, but I think he would have probably agree- agreed with Antifa if he was here today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Uh, Knotts, we love you. R.I.P. Wish you, we wish you were here to do commentary for when, you know, I'll just say it, for when the Criterion Cult or the Criterion Collection throws this on the, on the collection. We know, I'd love to hear some, uh, you know, some commentary from Beyond the Grave from you, Knots. Uh, if we can get a seance going on, something just to get Carl, him back. Carl Solomon. There it is. <laughs> there it is, dude. I won't say it. He's not going to come to Pico. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Should we do final thoughts and see if we're going to let this in? This is Mondo's pick. I don't know if he's really arguing. Mondo, I want to hear your final arguments on it. I want, to give- I want you to give it to us. Let- like, Really sell us why this should be in the criterion well i mean like i said like don Knotts is a national treasure like we all know that well but he's in a lot of movies that doesn't mean this one specifically should be in there this one yes i mean he's perfect don Knotts the whole time like he's probably he's in every scene he's he's selling his character he's the mr chicken we know and love (laughs) (laughs) but i mean yeah i mean this film just needs more i i feel like more people need to see it and it needs to be preserved yep. like universal i mean they released the blu-ray of it but i mean they just put the movie on the disc that was it you know mm-hmm. it looks pretty good the transfer i'm not gonna lie about that but i mean it needs more i feel like scholarly and like even just actors i think would the say transfer is it. really good yeah. uh though i mean you know i rented it mm-hmm. rented it on itunes and um, it, it, you know, the quality was good. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason why they would need to, to update or anything like that. But if you're saying that it doesn't have any kind of special features. Yeah, there's no supplements. There's like, I feel like even just actors like talking about this film or, or doing a commentary on it or even like someone talking about the score and like all that or even the writers, you know, like stuff like that. Like just film just needs to have that like uh, prestige uh, like release. Yes, you know? and, I, and I think they need to interview me so that I can tell them how this is about the, how the right Republicans is uh, they're anti mentally ill. They don't want to help the mentally ill. They don't want to help people. Sorry, keep, but keep yeah, going. and uh, honestly, this script is like super tight. Like, yeah, I mean, not that that's like and, a and, good and selling I'm, point. Or and anything. I'm glad that you mentioned that it was pre Scooby Doo because it it feels very much like Scooby Doo, but. It's nice to know that Scooby Doo stole it from them. Yeah, like it's and like its, it's own so thing. like Simpsons. It's so like you know, town oriented. Like you know, like people say the Simpsons become didn't become the Simpsons until they included the whole town. The whole town, and that's what's kind of good about this film is like it's this whole town film. Yeah, you get everyone every, knows each everyone other. Everyone is a little character. Like 
you may not know their names, but you remember them, you know, yeah. like the the cop, the the woman uh, at the head of the cult that owns fifty one percent of the bank. I mean, so even her husband da- won't even like can't sign over the yeah. you know the the house thing oh, okay. uh, to to the guy so he can bulldoze the the mm-hmm. house and stuff like that and like the the handsome guys and all that stuff and the beautiful woman yeah you know even down to the uh to the homeless guy like you yeah know exactly I mean? yeah. he's barely in and you remember him yeah, you know? yeah. like we thought it was the guy from, <laughs> yeah from from a wedding, yeah, wedding singer yeah. yeah we gotta find that out someone comment do something about it but yeah but yeah this film just and i've more people need to see it i'm surprised you guys liked it as much or i mean i think you guys liked it oh yeah you know I like because well, i was we'll i was unsure Maybe. i was unsure you know like i liked I this fr- film from when i was a kid but rewatching it again like i was like why shouldn't people see this film like yeah why is it buried under everything you know like okay yeah. all right that's the argument on that yeah all right that's the ghost of mr chicken mondo brought us to the chopping block here at the cult we bring in movies we say hey do they belong in criterion <laughs> Because Criterion can't make those decisions for themselves. <laughs> they have tasked four random Latino boys. We need to light a fire under their ass. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and I think, um, you know, you know, I, I think it's also just bringing attention to good movies like this. So with that argument, let's go with Diego. Let's hear your final thoughts. Are you okay. letting it in or out? Okay. Okay. So... This was my first watch with this. Again, I don't, I don't know too much about Don Knotts. I, I you know, like I, I'm, I'm still kind of new. You want to know more? Don't yeah, you? no, de- definitely now more so. Um, I mean, like I said, you could see like his influence on other um, comedians, actors, and and you can see just from this film, you could see like what it did for you know like that genre that specific genre the haunted house goofiness and stuff like that right yeah, i feel yeah, that sure. yeah i feel that you know scooby-doo vibe i feel that whole like murder mystery stuff that you know is done in other like sitcoms and so on and so forth it also has a lot of those uh tropes that horror comedies will use later yeah, on for sure like a lot of certain jump scares that sort of idea of uh like a a scared dude having to deal with the haunted yeah, house the and pol- everyone like is like like not chicken and but he becomes the hero yeah and the whole t- time he's in the house just the way he acts and reacts to stuff that's going on uh we've seen that before but without you know like uh without you watching this you're just gonna think it's just kind of been going on you know but this kind of not sells that's what i'm saying that this this solidifies that this is kind of where certain things started from mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and then that that's another thing is like i i made that uh i made that little a uh, thing earlier that says that i i don't see this enough in lists especially during like halloween uh where it's like you know part of the 31 days of like you know like scary movies or stuff like that that you can do with the family that that needs to be added into stuff like that like you know i, I don't know if universal has something like that but i know like other other um channels and other uh, networks and stuff like that do that it would be great to see this on there and that's one of the reasons that i agree that it should be part of the collection because i feel like it would be great to see a great release for it um whoever they can get to comment on it and stuff like that but also because it's just a good movie uh sure it's a tight script sure the the acting's well done but it's, i mean like i was entertained from beginning to end and i want more people to watch stuff like that. and i don't feel like although it is from 66 
I don't really like that doesn't really stand out to me. You know, like obviously it the, doesn't feel like it's from right. 66. I don't think it felt like that to me. You no. know, yeah, people are dressed up and stuff, but you kind of no, feel like but it, it feels like that might, town. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not so much because of the year, but because sure. of that town. It's a small town. Everyone it knows everyone. Right now. <laughs> it feels like it could be modern and they're just doing like a period. Piece. Yeah. It feels very like a. it doesn't feel I mean, obviously it's of its time, but you're right. It doesn't feel, feel dated like, or dated or anything like that. It yeah. doesn't feel like you're just like, oh, well, like, how am I going to show my kids? This, this is not going to be entertaining. Yeah. It literally keeps up the entertainment. That's why I say it should be more part of like a, a family film list for like Halloween and stuff like that. Uh, I, I would I would say that uh, people with kids and stuff, uh, this is something you should introduce to them. It's something that's enjoyable, and it's part of, like, film history as well. So, I'm for it. I'm voting it in. All right. Hell yeah. Thank you, Diego. We got one in. We got one, Diego. Nacho, final thoughts. Give us your whole final thoughts, what you really think about it. Let us know if you're going to let it in or not. That's what we do here on this podcast. I'm going to be blunt, and I'm going to kung fu this out, and I'll tell you why. No, just kidding. I love this film, man, from beginning <laughs> to end. Um, again, like I was bringing up earlier, I, I haven't seen too many Don Knotts, like him, like main actor, right? Like this is his main role. But I grew up watching Three's Company when my parents didn't know, you know, those hot chicks and stuff, you know, and like, and him, you know, but growing up, you know, I knew that character and that character that he plays, right? It's just kind of a goof and like, you know, watching it in this movie and him, you know, doing it the whole, the whole movie, I just, I enjoyed that from beginning to end. Again, like, you know, you brought up all those family points, you know, and me being a dad, I mean, you took all my fucking points and I had nothing my to say. My bad, dude. No, just kidding. My bad. No, but the like. The demon took no, the I, family points. This is point. something totally like, I, I mean, more so than even house. Like, I'd recommend everyone. I mean, you can watch this with anyone, your kids. I mean, Halloween, it, is, it yeah. needs to be brought up, you know. Yeah. You can watch I it never, with your grandma. I, with your yeah, grandma. There you go. You know, yeah. I've never, I, with my parents, you know, that I, you know, they, I'm, I'm sure they know who Don Knox is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like. They saw you watching Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. They I saw know. you stick off into the restroom. <laughs> Dude, I loved Three's Company when I was a kid. I know you did. They know you did. They had to, they had to clean your sheets. <laughs> it started to grow. <laughs> Damn you guys. They um, know how much you love Three's Company. <laughs> but, you know, they bring a, you bring a Don Knotts movie, like, oh no. <laughs> You're like, Man, you shouldn't show this to your parents. <laughs> as soon as they show Joan Staley, the the girl in the, yeah. he just gets up. So I gotta go to the restroom. You're like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Anyways, back to whatever I was saying. I love the film, man. I again, I, I'm mad at myself for not even knowing about this film. I've never never heard of it and i was that's making fun of you and then, well that's the point of this you part. know so it's thank you for bringing it um oh, yeah, yeah like i again thank like, you I would for love to, some taste <laughs> i would love to see like a special edition of this you know something yeah. something it needs to be out there you know it yeah. needs to be more known so yeah. yeah um i mean i love their again like all the actors the whole small town vibe you know all that like the score again the score was something i really enjoyed all that yeah of course i'm letting i'm i'm definitely letting this in so oh, yeah thank you all right yeah. that's two so it's in pretty much you don't really need to hear uh if i let it in or not but i'm but gonna we would like to hear what you oh, of course i i mean please it's, tell us it's a podcast so i guess i should um so i enjoy this film a lot um when i first saw this uh i'm a huge john knotts fan i literally okay. 
do watch the Andy Griffin show. Like I literally laugh at Don Knotts when I watch it because he is very funny. Uh, physical comedy and just having a uh, comedic timing, uh, his face and his physicality. It just like brings, uh, he's sort of like in a very real sense, a fish out of water. He looks like a fish <laughs> who's out of water and he has no idea how to deal with the, the human world. And I think so seeing him in a uh, sort of, you know, a Halloween kind of spooky sort of setting mm-hmm. is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. He is perfect for any type of like scares that you need, you know, uh, to be that sort of, you know, Mr. Chicken, the guy who's sort of scared of things. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and he's a perfect hero as well, because again, you know, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, oh, all these fucking Republicans, all these right wing <laughs> fucking Nazis. And Don Knotts is, is not that. Yeah. He doesn't represent any sort of whether it's either left or right. right. He's socialist. A, he, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, remember, I, well, just like really quick at one point, like there's like that occult. Uh, group yeah. and they go up to the cop and like oh we t- we uh we speak to the other world and he's all what do you mean the communists <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Don Knotts is he represents communism and social common people no of course but but that's what I'm saying like Don, Don Knotts doesn't represent any of that he doesn't represent an ideal he doesn't represent left or right he represents the common person the person right. who um, doesn't have money doesn't have you know doesn't have uh, the ladder to get up to where he needs to be who has to work his way up there he doesn't have looks he doesn't have the charm he just has himself and so it's like an underdog thing and it really makes you look at it as like okay like what so what do these people in this town care about right they only care about how they come off and money and things like that whereas he just cares about you know trying to be a good person trying to do the right thing trying to just tell the truth you know, he's trying to tell his truth, even though everyone's like, oh, no, you're full of shit. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. that's why he's trying so hard to be a reporter, a news reporter. Exactly. Because he, he wants to tell his story. Right, because he him. knows the things that he's experienced. Yeah. He knows what his experience is, where everyone else is like, no, your experience is false. Right. Whereas, like, that's not, you can't tell somebody who's like, you know, he's down on his luck. He's, you know, in a lot of cases, I think he represents someone who's not necessarily mentally ill, but not you know fully a fully functioned person he's sort of like a grown child in a way yeah and people are treating him in a really bad way because they won't let him grow they won't let him be the person that he wants to be everyone around him is keeping him down yeah so it's sort of great to kind of see that sort of underdog character and then you have this kind of scooby-doo sort of caper where there's you know there's ghosts and stuff but it you know it doesn't turn out to be a ghost it's just like a guy who's just trying to old man mr simmons of course just an old man you know an old white man trying to just you know bulldoze a house or make money in some way yeah and so i think well in this case get rid of the evidence well of course yes in this case get rid of evidence yeah there was a murder there so he's trying to get rid of that but that's what i'm saying it's always just a white man trying to cover up his tracks yes. yeah and yeah. so don knotts represents the the, the common man, folk the common man. He's not the white man he represents the fish out of water <laughs> and i think that's what the cult is all about being a fish out of water and you oh, know wow. what you're right i think that 
it, it is a film that people should see because it's entertaining just for kids to watch, for people to enjoy and just sit back and be like, oh, this is fun. Let, mm-hmm. Let's watch Don Knotts kind of enjoy this caper. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it also does have that really inspiring message of you're an underdog. You're not a person. You don't look like everybody. You, you, right. you know, you're not as uh, physically fit. You don't have the, the, the jawline. You don't have the hairline. You're just a regular person. But you, you can like matter. You've looked like an old man forever. Yes, you've looked <laughs> like an old man since you were 20. But you're a person and you matter and your opinion matters and what you have to say matters and it's not about uh because other people are just fucking uh telling you that you're wrong and blah 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 it's a ma- it's your convictions it's what you stand for yeah. yeah so i think that's a great thing for for children as well i think uh yeah. that's why it's uh, i think a, a good film for like the whole family is why i was you yeah. know asking you you yeah. know like you know would you show it to your kids because i think it is really a good message for kids to see it and be like oh yeah like I can relate to Don Knotts. I'm a little weird. I'm a little kind of eccentric. You know, I'm not like the most perfect person, but you know, so, and that's why it's in. That's why, they, obviously, All it's right. in. There you obviously, go. It's Unanimous in. vote. Kung Fu, that shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it's nice. Kung Fu, in. Good job, man. Good job, Mondo. Thanks for bringing it in, man. Yeah, thank you. I'm really surprised you guys liked it. I thought maybe I was alone on this. Oh, no. I mean, you know, it is a little, you know, it, it could kind of go either way because mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's a lot of stuff you know we you know i could i want to argue that this shouldn't have gone in but the one that you were talking about where the disney one where he plays the fish oh like because yeah, that has yeah. that really has a lot of more significance in a way cultural significance yeah. because of the animation and things like that mm-hmm. but you know at the same time what i was saying earlier i think that's why this film is important like you know it yeah just, i mean yeah i just think yeah, people. I think people. We'd be surprised maybe who likes this film. You know, yeah, like yeah. Actors, people in Hollywood, and stuff like that. Or yeah, let, I, even, and again, yeah. let's get some knots and Rafkin in the collection. Yeah, hell yeah. This definitely made me want to watch more of his films. Yeah, same yeah. here. He, I, again, I made that's me why want I, to revisit Three's Company for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be going home now. <laughs> He's gonna be watching Three's Company on his phone in the restroom. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's some like crazy like all only certain people are gonna like get that yeah. jerk up reference <laughs> yeah. that someone's jerking off to Three's Company. That's crazy. That's... So thank you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get that, yeah, we're men of certain age. And um, look, it, you know, we're bringing all kinds of different films from all different types of eras, and I think that's what so. These films are a little different from what we talked about before with your films, Diego, with Eden Lake and um, Don't, Don't Look, Look Now, Now, because those are kind of violent, kind of real horror films. These are sort of more, and you know, as even though House is violent and stuff, it, it's sort of wacky. It's like goofy. It, it's very it's fantasy. Very yeah. goofy. It's goofy yeah. and, and they both sort of have these undertones, but yeah. you can find those there, but you don't need to. That's what I think sort of makes both of these films really good. Yeah. Is that they have sort of that that subtext that you could look at and, and find things for, mm-hmm. but you really don't need to. You could just sort of sit back, get stoned, yeah, which, that, which was what I did, what I was and just say. laugh mm-hmm. your ass off at both of these films. What I was going to say is actually that these are two good pairings, too, for like you know people that listen to us that have kids something that they could bring to them something that they could just start showing their kids like, well at least you know. the the ghost and mr chicken yeah yeah like yeah. like nacho said you probably want to wait till they're a little, a little yeah, but, but it's still something where it's like kind of more family oriented sure or, yeah, and yeah. then they'll 
start maybe getting an appreciation for film you know like this is something that kind of paved the way for other stuff you know? yeah and that's the thing is that that's another thing we're trying to do here is we're trying to get people to appreciate older films mm-hmm. we want to kind of jump back and forth whether it's between something like drive ghost and mr chicken you know we're just trying to go everywhere with this podcast again I just want to explain that we're not like a, none of us are film scholars. None of us went to film school. I mean, I was, you know, I, I was a YouTube critic. I, I, you know, I got led into AFI Fest uh, mm-hmm. two years in a row. You know, so that's a whole other thing. You know, <laughs> okay. maybe I'm probably certified, but these, you know, I was a math champ in third grade, <laughs> <laughs> and that probably will count in somewhere, somewhere down the line. That'll that'll come up, but you know, I, I, I'm well, just three was the magic number. <laughs> but again. <laughs> We're, we're just here to give you our opinions as just, you know, just dudes who just like watching movies. We just sit back, we enjoy them, and we're trying to find things that we enjoy about them. And we're not just here to watch just fucking Star Wars and the same shit over and over again. That's what the Criterion Cult's about. If you want to join the cult, please be prepared to watch a bunch of different films. I mean, we've gone from Antichrist from The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. I mean, come on. What kind of podcast are you listening to that do shit like that, right? Well, we are um, we are bringing back the violence next week, though, right? We are. We're coming Full through. Throttle. Yes. Full throttle. All right. <laughs> we are coming through with Nacho's picks for this next Halloween batch. This I'm I'm loving this whole thing we're doing. This Halloween batch. I'm really liking these picks. I'm glad we were kind of because if it wasn't Halloween, I don't think we would have picked these sort of uh, things that we're doing. Right? We kind of would have stuck to what we were doing before. So I'm loving this. What are we doing, Nacho, for you? So we're bringing back uh, the original... No, we're not bringing back, but we're bringing uh, the Criterion <laughs> Collection. Uh, the Funny Games? Yes. We're, we're doing the, the, the original Mikhail version. Hanky. Hanky Panky. Hanky Panky. Hanky, yeah. And then uh, Green Room is my Ooh. what I'm bringing to the yeah. chopping block. Jeremy Solionier. Solionier? Solionier? Fuck Solionier. Nazis, right? Just Hell keep that yeah. in mind next yeah. week, all right? And, that's, and, that, and that not only is that a good pick uh, for in terms of just a great uh, thriller horror film, mm-hmm. but it, it you know we're gonna be able to talk all kinds oh, of, yeah. of what's cracking, definitely with what's going on these days. But yeah, so thank you guys for listening. We're gonna be wrapping it up. This was Mono's episode. Ghost of Mister Chicken is in. Criterion, are you listening to us? Please put it out. We need some. Uh, we need some quotes. We need some essays. We can do all. Of, there's four of us here on this podcast. We can do all of that. We'll, we'll we do. We'll do the commentary. We'll, do, we'll we'll write the essays. I mean, I'll even take the pictures for. I'll even design the cover for you. There you go. Nacho will do it. He can do that. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. So, it's in. Thank you guys for listening. Um, follow us. Instagram, Criterion Cult Pod at Criterion Cult Pod. And then on Twitter, please follow us at Criterion Cult. Yes. So please follow both of those. And then if you like, if you if anyone listening is on Letterbox, you can follow me at Young Jane Fonda. I'll be on that. Um, again, thank you for listening. We love you guys. We're on Apple iTunes. We are. Uh, you can find me Nacho at uh, on Instagram. Uh, he's off the map. Yeah. What about you, Diego? Where you at? I'm on Instagram, uh, MrBeast88. Uh, don't forget to vote. Still need oh, yeah. everyone's vote. Yeah, Go vote. vote. That orange bastard out. Yeah. Again, we're a democracy here in Criterion Cult. We vote things in and out. Go out and vote. We're yeah. all voting here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then Mondo, I'm at save underscore Mondo at 
uh, Instagram and Letterboxd. And yeah, follow us on Apple iTunes podcast. Yeah, rate uh, us too. Rate and us. rate us. Yeah, uh, please rate us. And then again, um, we're doing this Halloween thing. If you want to let us know what you think about what we've let in or not, we just want to hear some yeah. feedback. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have Thank a good you. one. Happy Halloween. Woo! Thank you.